You're listening to episode number 72 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I am so excited to chat with you about the power of niching down and why it is so important that you narrow in on who it is that you're speaking to and serving. There are so many reasons why it's so powerful. And so I cannot wait to unpackage this with you today. So let's jump right in. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited for today's episode because this marks the relaunch of the Purpose Gathering podcast. And This podcast is specifically going to be speaking to all of you mom photographers out there who are overwhelmed with juggling all the things and trying to grow a profitable and sustainable business while raising a family at the same time. And maybe you are ready to take this side hustle that you've always had or this hobby of photography and actually turn it into something legitimate and profitable. So if that's you, I'm so excited that you're here today and I cannot wait to jump into the episode. But for those of you who might be new and you are brand new listeners, I just want to welcome you and say thank you so much for hanging out with me today, taking a chance on a new podcast because girl, I get it. You want to make sure that it's a good one and that you're going to leave feeling inspired, empowered, and encouraged, and that's my hope for you today. I will always be honest with you. I will always be vulnerable. I will share the good and the bad, and I want to make it fun. Every episode is so much fun for me. It's funny because you guys probably notice if you listen for a while that I say some of the same things when I introduce episodes and I'm always so excited, but I literally can't think of better words to describe how I feel than so excited. So please get on board with me and my super excited, pumped personality and energy that I bring to every single episode. And if you're a returning listener that is not a mom photographer, I just want to let you guys know that you are welcome to still join me every week. There are so many tips, strategies, points of view, mindset shifts, 
all these different things that can still apply to you. So if you enjoy the podcast and you want to still come hang out with me, you are absolutely always welcome. And I would love for you to share this podcast with any photographers that you know that are mamas. Um, There's so much value here and I just cannot wait to kind of dive deeper into the past decade of experience that I have as a photographer and finally share it with the world. I'm also so excited to be launching my brand new group program called Side Hustler to CEO for all you mama photographers out there who are ready to take this big leap and to start taking your business seriously and have a game plan and a step-by-step proven system and strategy to help get you there. I know one thing about us mamas is that it is hard to take the next step. It is hard to do things by ourselves. And most of the time, it's not lack of information, it's lack of implementation and really knowing what to do and having someone hold you accountable. So this group coaching program is a six-month program. And if you are interested in learning more, you can head to thepurposegathering.com slash coaching to check out all the details. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode topic, which is niching down and how extremely powerful it can be. So before I dive into some questions that I want to ask you and some benefits that I want to share with you, I want to kind of backtrack a little bit and head down memory lane and take you to this moment in time, roughly 10 years ago when everything changed for me. I started my photography journey back in 2009, and I was a complete novice. I had no idea what I was doing. I was shooting with a Canon point-and-shoot, like literally the one that you take on vacation that costs like $300. That's the one I started shooting on just because I wanted to know if I was really into it or not. And I actually took some pretty cool photos of my friend. And so I really started getting interested in it. I wanted to be sure that, you know, this is what I wanted to do. So of course, like everyone else in the photography world, I kind of shot anything and everything. And it wasn't until several years later that I finally took this step, this leap of faith to invest a lot of money into a two-day workshop that was hosted by Melissa Jill. She is an incredible photographer and was local at the time, but now she's moved away. And I learned so much from her. But the biggest lesson, the biggest takeaway that I learned from that two-day workshop was to believe in myself and take myself seriously. She's the one that encouraged me to really go all in with this business and not to hold back. And the first thing that she told me to do was to niche down. She said, you have to pick a specialty. If you want to succeed as a photographer and you want to be well-known You have to choose one thing that you're good at. It doesn't mean that you can't shoot other things, but you want to be known for one thing. And I just remember sitting there thinking, if I pick just one thing, then I'm going to basically be turning down all this business. 
And there's no possible way that I can be successful if I'm only serving one person. And of course, that was just, you know, me being naive because I just didn't know any better. But I took her advice. She also told me to change the name of my business. And that's how Ashley Freehand Photography came about. And I just, from that moment on, that was a huge turning point in my business. I changed all of my messaging for wedding photographers. I only showed weddings on my website, on my Instagram and social media pages. I was only speaking to those couples that were engaged, and it just made things so much easier for me. Now, fast forward eight years or so, I started the Purpose Gathering which obviously you're listening to my podcast, but in case you guys are just kind of new and you don't really know my story, two years ago, I started the Purpose Gathering as a meetup community. It was a local Arizona meetup community, and I was serving all service-based mompreneurs, and I just wanted to help all the mamas out there that were raising a family and building a business at the same time, because I know how stressful that was. I know how lonely that was. And it literally has taken me two years to take that same advice that Melissa gave me almost 10 years ago, where she said, hey, you need to niche down. You need to have a specialty. If you want to be well known, you have to pick one audience. And so that is how this relaunch of the podcast came to be, this relaunch of my entire brand. I'm completely pivoting to serve mom photographers because that is my area of expertise. Yes, can I serve mom business owners? Absolutely. But I can serve mom photographer business owners on such a deeper level because I completely get what they're going through. I understand the industry. I have done all types of photography from weddings to portraits to engagements, maternity, newborn, now brand photography. I have done a lot of different things and I'm actually starting to branch out more into commercial brand photography and there's just so much to know and I have so much knowledge that I haven't been able to share on the podcast because I've been serving such a broad audience and so I had to think about how it would apply to so many different industries instead of just really staying true to who I am and who I can serve best. So if you're listening right now and you're wondering, like, where do I even start? How do I even know? I have some questions for you that I think are going to help clarify and kind of hone in on how you can start niching down. So the first question that I want you to ask yourself is, what do I want to be known for? And I want you to think about all of the different types of photography that you've done. I want you to think about all of the past sessions that you have done. And I want you to choose your absolute favorite sessions. Are they indoor sessions? Are they outdoor sessions? Are they just adults? Are they including kids? Are they events? Are they special memories? Do they include extended family? Like, I really want you to start thinking about those sessions that light you up, 
because when you are first getting started, I 100% recommend doing every type of photography. You just have to, right? You don't know what you like yet. So you have to say yes to everything just so that you can get a feel for if you like it or not. And of course, you don't have to say yes to everything. I just mean you can say yes to everything when you're starting because you kind of want to know. Then once you kind of have these this idea of what you really enjoy doing, then I want you to think about like, how is the post-processing of that? Because that is one thing that stresses me out and makes me dislike a photo shoot is if the editing part took me way too long. And that could mean a couple different things, right? Maybe I need to learn my lighting better. Maybe it means I need to reposition where I was standing or how I was, you know, using the natural light or artificial light. Maybe it's, I just need some new, you know, editing skills. And so those are all things that went through my head when I was first starting out as a photographer. And even still to this day, when things you know, come up during editing and post-processing that I'm like, oh, this is taking me so long. I make mental notes of exactly what I need to change in the future for me to be able to continue enjoying doing those types of shoots. So I want you to be thinking about what lights you up? What are those specific sessions that you love and what do you want to be known for? In my business, so many years ago, I chose weddings because my kids were younger, they were home with me 24-7, and I had nights and weekends available. And so I did that for a really long time. But as my kids got older, it just got harder and harder to be away from them because they started school and they were away so much at school. And then I was away nights and weekends and I just felt like I never saw them or my husband. And that's not really the life that I wanted for us. And so the other thing that kind of made me pivot my niche was I had a friend of mine that was helping me with some finances with my business. And she helped me map out how much money I was actually making hourly as a wedding photographer and including, you know, all of the communication with the clients, the one-on-one meetings that I was doing. And she's like, Ashley, you make more money with less time doing portrait photography and brand photography than you do shooting weddings. And I was like, what? What now? (laughs) Like, I'll be the first to tell you that I am not super financially savvy. And so I seek help for that because that is something that I definitely struggle with. So she pointed that out. And that was kind of like one of the turning points for me where I was like, huh, I don't really love being away shooting weddings. I love being at weddings, right? And I love... I actually really do love photographing weddings, but it just became to be too long. And so that part was making me not enjoy it as much. And I was making more money with less time doing brand photography and portraits. And so I was like, hmm, maybe I should just pivot and redirect my focus. So I started 
really honing in on brand photography. And those of you that have been following me for a while, you've seen that pivot and it's been a little bit of a slow pivot, but now that's all I'm showing. I'm showing my brand photography portfolio and that is who I serve. Now, Will I do other events and parties and a small wedding here or there? Absolutely, because I'm the boss and I can choose the shoots that I want to do, just like you. So I want you to kind of get this idea that just because you're niching down doesn't mean that you can't shoot other things. You're not putting yourself in a box. You're just making things simpler for you. I also want to bring this other example of Amazon. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Amazon or anything like that, but pretty sure you have and pretty sure all of us spend way too much money per month at Amazon. I mean, they have an incredible business model. But do you remember what Amazon originally started out being known for? They sold used books. That is all Amazon did. You couldn't find anything on Amazon except for used books until they became extremely established in the industry. And then today, 2021, they literally sell everything you could possibly think of. And so you have to kind of think about these bigger businesses and how they started. And if you decide to niche down and choose one specific audience, you have so many benefits. You have so much power. And let me just break down a few of the benefits of niching down. Number one, you know exactly who you're talking to. So when I am marketing to my brand photography clients, I know exactly who I'm marketing to because they're moms. They are busy. They want to show up and they want to show who they are. And when I know exactly who I'm talking to, my messaging becomes clear. My content becomes so much easier to create. It just makes things so much more smooth when I know who I'm talking to. Benefit number two, your ideal client resonates with everything that you're saying. When you have a specific audience that you're speaking to, it's so much easier for them to be able to listen to what you say, to be able to absorb the content you're putting out, and to respond with, oh my gosh, yes, she totally gets me. That's exactly what I've been struggling with. That's exactly what I needed to hear. When you know who you're talking to and when your ideal client resonates with everything that you say, the conversion is so much easier because they know that you provide exactly what they need. So when you are, let's for instance, say you choose to go all in on maternity and newborn photos, you're going to be speaking to that new almost mama, right? So you're going to be putting stuff out there for moms who need tips on what to pack in their hospital bag or how to dress their new body after they give birth to their baby. 
So the relevant content that you're going to share is going to include things that would relate to pregnant women as well as new mom tips, tricks, and strategies. And so there's so much more that you can do when you have a more narrow audience. Benefit number three is you are known as the expert in the industry. So of course, there are hundreds and thousands of photographers, but there are only a handful of photographers that specialize. And that's what you want to be known for. You want to be known for that person who knows everything about that type of photography. So for that maternity and newborn photographer, they are going to know exactly how to get that baby to sleep for the photo. They're going to know exactly how to do those incredible composite photos that take forever in post to do. Um, Forever for me is what I'm saying, because I don't do that on the regular. But for that photographer who knows how to do that, she can deliver that quality of service and delivery of images because she knows in and out that specific photography niche. So I want you to be thinking about being that expert in the industry. That way, when people are saying, hey, I'm looking for a newborn photographer. Hey, I'm looking for a maternity photographer. They're going to think of you instantly because they're like, that girl knows what she's doing. Like go to her. Even though they might know 10 other photographers, those other photographers do everything. And how can you be good at everything, right? Pick one thing to go all in on and become the expert at that thing. And then you are going to be so easily referable that everybody is going to know your name in the industry and they're going to want to send business your way. And the fourth benefit of niching down is you're able to charge a much, much higher rate when you are a specialty brand. Now, I want you to think about Costco, Walmart. Those are the kind of discount stores that you can go to, and they make their money based on volume, right? So they sell things extremely inexpensively, but they serve a lot of people at an extremely high volume. Now, think about AJ's Fine Foods or something like Whole Foods, something that is a little bit more niche, right? It has fancier food. It has higher priced name brand things that you cannot get at Costco or Walmart because they are higher quality. Are you going to pay a much higher rate at one of those stores? Absolutely. But the quality of people that are going to that place, they value that product so much more. So I want you to be thinking about that. Do you want to be the Costco or the Walmart of your photography industry who is everything for everyone at an inexpensive price and has an incredible volume of clients? Or would you rather serve a smaller amount of clients that value your photography and are willing 
to work with you because you know what you're doing. Now, I struggled with this for a while, guys. I know that this is a completely different topic, but I wanted to touch on pricing just briefly because I think it's something that's so important to wrap your head around. But for so long, I thought the more clients I had, the more successful I was. And what happened was the more clients I had, the more resentful I started becoming because I wasn't making the revenue that I thought I should be for all the work that I was doing. And I wasn't considering the drive time. When I transitioned to, you know, having a legitimate business and not just doing this as a hobby side hustle, I had to start paying sales tax and I had to start putting money away for income tax at the end of the year. And there's just a whole another piece that I was missing. And so I just want you guys to think about that. I want you to think about the benefits of niching down and being able to charge a higher rate and work with less but more quality clients. So let me give you another question that can kind of help you figure out how to niche down. So I want you to think about what it is that you're going to offer. Now, when I talk to photographers, a lot of people are like, well, yeah, I'm going to offer some photography services. Don't we all offer the same thing? No, we don't. You want to think of your offer as a package or a option, right? I want you to start to think about how many options you have, how many offerings or packages do you have? Because you don't want to have an overwhelming amount of choices. I think a lot of people get stuck here because they're like, well, I don't really know what I would charge because, you know, if I do this type of session, I might charge $300 an hour. But if I do this type of session, I might only charge $100 an hour because it's sort of based on who's asking and maybe if I'm interested or not. That is really difficult for you. I'm just going to be honest. I used to do that sometimes too. I would just kind of take the the inquiries as they came and make up random prices and it just became really difficult. And so I urge you to have two different types of offers and make it super simple and easy for them. If you're a wedding photographer, you might have multiple packages that include different things. But again, I would urge you to pick only two or three because people get too overwhelmed when there's too many choices. But I'll do a podcast episode on packages and pricing offers and things like that later because I think that would be really helpful. But just want you to kind of get an idea of what are you going to be offering? So I, in my brand business, I offer two different types of packages. I offer a semi-custom option and I offer a custom option. And I have two different options. There are two different price points. They come with two different amounts of images and it's super clear. I'm serving, you know, two different clients. They are still moms that own a business, but one of them is more so for the mama who maybe doesn't need a whole overhaul photo shoot, right? She just wants a few to jazz up her website or add to social media, and she doesn't need the whole shebang, 
right? Then I've got the custom session over here, which is an hourly rate. So if they only want to hire me for one hour, that's totally cool. If they want to hire me for two to three, that just doubles or triples the price. So it's super simple, super easy. I don't have to worry about coming up with an offer. It's just always the same. Okay, and the final question that I want you to ask yourself when you're considering niching down is how will you set yourself apart? In a sea of hundreds and hundreds of photographers in your local area, how will you stand out? What are you going to do differently? Do you shoot with film? Do you incorporate sun flare into your photos? Maybe your editing style is dark and moody while everyone else is light and airy. Do you tend to maybe show a lot of emotion and personality in your photos? Or are you more of like that dreamy, romantic editorial where they look like models? How are your photos going to set yourself apart? Because I think it's so easy for all of us to look at other photographers and compare ourselves and try to replicate what they're doing. But then what that does is it just creates a whole bunch of clones in the industry. All of our photos look the same. And then the only way that you stand out is you, right? And I have a whole episode on this podcast all about showing up in your feed, showing up on social media, being present in your business, showing your face. And I think a lot of photographers totally miss the mark when it comes to this because they just want to show their pretty photos and they don't think anyone cares about them. But this is a huge opportunity for you to stand out because people hire people they know, like, and trust. They don't hire the people who are the best. They want someone that they connect with. They want someone that they would be friends with in real life. So I'm going to link that episode in the show notes below so that you guys can go check that out as well. And I just want you to keep marinating on this. Like what are you, what's, what's going to be your special sauce? What's going to be that thing that people look at you and they're like, yeah, Ashley, she's a brand photographer who truly cares about showing that fun side, that Stuffy corporate photos are a thing of the past, and she wants to bring in real life and show people who they are behind their business. So I want you to have that same clarity. I want the people who talk about your business to know why they should hire you. Another thing that sets me apart in the industry is that I truly take the time to get to know the people that I photograph. That's something that's super important to me. I don't ever want to show up on the day of a shoot having never had a real conversation with the person. Like, I want to know what they are envisioning for their session. I want to be able to provide them with the information that they need before they even think of asking me the question. So let me recap the three questions that I want you to think about. Number one, what do you want to be known for? Number two, what are you going to offer? What simple packages or offerings are you going to have available? And finally, number three, how will you set yourself apart? I hope that this episode has been helpful. I hope that you are excited to 
be on this journey with me as I pivot into this new niche of mom photographers and really helping you learn all the things that has taken me a decade to figure out on my own. I want to save you some of this struggle and I want you to have this peace in your motherhood and your business and just feel ready to book the next client and tackle the day. I want to be here to support you. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it, share your biggest takeaway, and tag me at the Purpose Gathering. I would also love if you guys would leave me a review. These reviews are so important. iTunes will push out my podcast to more mamas just like you um, with every new rating that I get. So if you have iTunes, just head on over and leave me a review. I would absolutely love it. Until next time, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.